0: Scream. <laughs> this is Teenage Scream, where we fondly dissect the best and the worst of nineties teen horror.
1: I'm Kirsty Logan, this is my co-host Heather Parry.
0: Hello! We have got
1: coffee, we have got books, we are ready.
0: I think I did a bit of vocal fry Oh, there. did you? Is that because I've got a bit of a sore throat, or do I normally do that? I haven't noticed. Okay. It's still still happening. Oh no. Is it? Have I been listening to loads of This American Life?
1: <laughs> I didn't notice it at all. I don't, maybe I don't really understand what vocal fry is.
0: It's that, uh, hang on, hang on. 90s teen horror. That sort oh. of... <laughs> Oh, my God. So... Don't do that. Okay. Oh, God. I can't bear it.
1: Okay. No, so, I've never noticed you doing it before. Okay, And I well, didn't notice it there.
0: Well, I hope no one else did. Okay. Even though I pointed it out.
1: <laughs> Kirsty Logan. Heather Barry. <laughs> what are we
0: doing today?
1: Unfortunately, no. <laughs> we are doing the babysitter for... Now, despite us being... Uh, educated successful women in our 30s we have both read this book (laughs) we have both spent part of our wild and single lives single as in singular lives wild and precious (laughs) lives reading
0: this
1: (laughs) which is a shame Uh,
0: this was 4.99 it was not worth it
1: it is not worth (laughs) 4.98 i would pay it one pence it I just
0: read yours so so you paid no pence <laughs> yeah um yeah as is always our sort of episode 10 of the season we're back with the babysitter but do you think everyone that... says that this is the one where it gets batshit and it does yeah. it really does get but batshit not
1: enough do you think it was pretty batshit
0: I mean it's just anyway
1: we'll get into that I I will call it straight up that I think it's a goosebumps book masquerading as a point horror
0: are you saying that because the type is very big just because
1: of what happens it feels very goosebumpsy mm. it doesn't feel point horror y because point horror books don't usually have like a supernatural element to them do they no they usually are pretty based in the real, real world. world yeah
0: although CBC well she's more magic realism okay
1: rather than like full out bullshit
0: yeah That's he what definitely I'm gonna couldn't, say, he definitely Stein. couldn't be bothered The font is very
1: big. Because yesterday (laughs) I gave you the book and you were like, I don't think I'm going to have time to read it. And I was like, you will, mate.
0: Trust me. Put 10 minutes aside and you'll have time to read it. Mm -hmm. Um, Just go for a pee and you'll have time (laughs) to read it. (laughs) I was going to make a joke then about me not spending 45 minutes sat on the toilet reading Twitter. But um, it's fine.
1: I know. We both have partners who take longer in the (sighs) loo than we do. Do you know what? People's bodies just move at different speeds.
0: No, just I'm that, not. Yes, I they won't do. allow it.
1: They do. I won't allow it. My mother-in-law, who's a nurse, says it's just people's bodies just move at different speeds. Just because you're a quick pooper doesn't mean everyone's a quick pooper.
0: That's not what's going on in our house. <laughs> <laughs> he just likes to take it over the bathroom when I'm just trying to get ready. And you're like, I need a shower. I just need, can I get into your... Smelly room and get my hand in. Now dry. that you've
1: made a cloud of poop, yeah. can I please come I know in? you're
0: really enjoying sitting in the cloud of your own <laughs> faecal matter, reading things that make you angry on social media sites for no reason. Maybe that encourages Naked. the
1: poop to come. Yeah, I don't He's know so why. angry he tenses up.
0: Here's what I don't understand about men pooing is it that you're not ready to go, or is it that you are ready and then just sit there for ages? I've
1: told you it's that people's bodies move at different speeds. I so God. sometimes you think you're ready. People who are slow poopers, they think, why are we talking about this? They think they're ready to go and they are. It's just, it takes time. Eat some fiber? Well, apparently it doesn't work that way. Because I always thought, because I'm very quick, so I was like, why doesn't everyone just go in and poop and then leave? But Apparently it just takes time. Three different people.
0: When I went vegetarian, I went vegetarian at the same time as my friend Tom, who's six foot six. And um, he was like, we lived together at the time, so you know, we chatted about these things. And he's like, I'm going to the toilet. Sorry, like t- that was my cup squeaking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to the toilet twice as many times as I was before. And I was like, oh God, me as well. I'm going like six times a day. And he went, I meant twice. What's wrong with you?
1: <laughs> yeah, like, three is the magic number apparently. If you poo more than three times a day or fewer than every three days, it's not great. Apparently. Really? Yeah.
0: I think if it's coming out, let it come out. Surely that's active, positive. Digestion. I
1: think six poos is a lot of poos.
0: <laughs> but how big is Although that? Although
1: I am not a poo
0: nurse. I feel like we should strongly, I feel strongly that we should get off this topic. Yeah, I
1: also feel like if someone's a first-time listener, they're going to be like, what is this poo cast? Why am I listening to this? I That's to five, five minutes. We've just talked about cast. shit, so let's move on. I we would, don't usually talk about poo.
0: I would listen to poo cast. <laughs> what you? The you podcast. you like Gillian. About... That's about
1: good, actually. Are you Gillian McKeith? Maybe she used oh, to look at people's poos.
0: God. Oh, I know, I hated that meme where it was like, look, Gillian McKeith, it's only health food. Look how haggard she looks. Here, Nigella Lawson. Here's all... She looks voluptuous and brilliant. And it's like... I mean, she did have quite a widely publicised cocaine habit. So she also it proves has what got very good proves. genetics. And she's also rich.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: it's like when people point to someone who's really famous and has been really famous for 50 years, and they say, oh my God, don't they look amazing? Yes, because they spent half a million dollars on looking that good yeah i'm like, sorry
1: if i ate nigella lawson's exact diet i wouldn't look like her yeah ever
0: right it's like when people are like look at the queen isn't she all right for 104 or whatever she is she's got about 50 doctors she, she's never worked a day in her life she probably doesn't walk anywhere come on it's fine some of us have to do things anyway right politics this and poo already i don't
1: feel i i mean it's nice that there's more body diversity but you know when people are like Look at Marilyn Monroe and Salma Hayek. A curvy body is sexy too. And I'm like, that is just as unachievable. Yeah. To try and look like Kate Moss or Salma Hayek. I'm never going to achieve either of those things. And they're
0: pulled in by magical underwear. Yeah. This is what people don't realise. And they've had a lot of surgery.
1: Well, having had my photo taken this week in a a proper studio for a thing for work, I look amazing in the photos. Like, I do not look like me at all. I look like a painting. Like, I think they look great. But I have realized how much makeup and lighting make a difference. And Mm -hmm. like, I don't really work. Like, I've not had any cosmetic surgery. I don't particularly like do a hard workout regimen. And even then, it was a dramatic difference in the photos. So then I was like, if I also had like a nutritionist and a personal trainer and had cosmetic surgery, I would look so completely different.
0: And if it was your job? Yeah. to work on how you looked. Yeah, That's another thing we need to consider. It's their full-time stuff.
1: Our level of waffle already will show you how little content there is in this book.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we don't have the... that much
1: to cover in this book.
0: <laughs> including on the myriad things that aren't in the book. An alien isn't in the book, yeah, but it is on fuck? the cover.
1: This What is this cover meant to be? Like I, I a kind of meant to be a cave.
0: I kind of like it, but for an X-Files book. It does look
1: like that. Do you think that's on purpose? I... What year was it? Are they trying to cash in on X Files? Are they glomming onto X Files? Ninety-five. What year was the X Files? That was around then. Well, so describe that to us. I can't even see it. Oh. It's, <laughs> um, it's shiny and it's reflecting. It's oh, it's so horrible. It's like a, the whole cover is a sort of greyish green, and it's well, I thought it was meant to be a cave, but now that I'm looking at it, it's a shard of glass with a reflected. Uh, person they alien? look like an x to be honest or they look like an alien it's not a good cover it's
0: like if you put it's so vague that body looks like if you put et in some spice girl's shoes like, oh yeah platform boots um so yeah it's like alien spice backlit <laughs> backlit and yeah. a skinny a very skinny body with like giant feet
1: do you know what it looks like you know those Like little jelly toys that kids, you can like throw them and they stick to the wall. That's what it looks like.
0: I mean, I do quite like the cover. I like this kind of greeny. What have you? I don't like. But yeah, it's nothing to do with it. It's like remember last
1: night we were talking about the walls in your house, which you didn't paint, which the previous owner painted, and we were trying to figure out what the colour was. Shot. Shot. It's like a (laughs) greeny brown. Shot colour. Why have
0: they done the living room? No, sorry. The
1: spare bedroom in shot. I also do, the the fact that they've painted the bathroom brown, brown. Is
0: baffling. Don't do even if it's a nice we're brown back on poo again. It <laughs> this it is the poo cast. Well, everyone wants to talk. To, everyone wants us to talk about poo. They don't. Um, but
1: why? If anyone out there has painted their bathroom brown, please tell me why. What were you thinking?
0: <laughs> it's going to be painted blue once we've figured out much better. How the hell are you supposed to paint? Uh, <laughs> How does anyone do anything? God, there's just so much choice as well. Like There are a million blues. Just give me the right one. That's quite a good one. Your coffee cup. Oh, thanks. It's, I would say that's a slate blue. Slate blue. Yeah, okay. I like that colour. Um, it's very like the colour
1: of this bedroom wall.
0: Have you noticed that they haven't even bothered to give this a tagline?
1: I did notice that.
0: Uh, but on the back it says, Point horror never dies, it just gets better.
1: Was there some kind of lull in Point horror <laughs> and this was bringing it back?
0: Wow, is this the zombie point so. horror? I
1: don't think so either. I mean, to be honest, this is not a babysitter book. He's taken a plot that he had for a Goosebumps and <laughs> crapped it on, I was going to say. shattered it, it all over this book. <laughs> shattered it on. Robert,
0: can you shart a new story at us, please? Because we mm-hmm. need to print. Oh, terrible. Let's get into the shart. <laughs> oh, Kirsty. <laughs> Oh, right, well, I'm going to start by reading the shot. Okay, cool. I was going to read you a bit from
1: page two, but maybe you're already going to do that. Oh, well. So you go first, because you're going to read from page one. Okay. We really are starting to start. re- <laughs> We could probably read this whole book out loud on the podcast and it would still only be an hour.
0: Oh my God, people would pay for that. Um, I don't know if that's copyright infringement. Yeah, it probably is. Mm. I'm back, Jenny, Mr. Hagen growled. Mister Hagen growled. <laughs> the grin didn't waver on his fleshless, decayed face. I'm back and I've come for you. His black, empty eye sockets stared at her. No! Jenny Jeffers cried. Her breath caught in her throat, but she forced herself to scream out her anger. No! You're dead! You've been dead for three years! (laughs) Specific. Anyway, I'll let you go on with whatever bit you like.
1: You've kind of already covered my point, which is that even in a book like this, with incredibly large font, Robot Stein still fills pages. Yes! There's so much repetition in this book. So here we go. This is just from page two. It had been too much, too much for a 16 year old girl to bear. And so Jenny had retreated, retreated into a world of angry dreams, a world without time, without warmth, without colour, a dark world of anger and fear. And now he was back, back from the grave. <laughs> Mr. Hahn's rotting body stood grinning at her. I'm back! I've come back for you. Let fucking me. hell! You don't you have back? to repeat
0: every fucking sentence. Wait, I didn't get it, Mister Hahn. Are you Are back? You back? <laughs> okay. In the first two pages, we've got one, two, uh, three, four. There must be at least ten words. <laughs> of it's words just the back.
1: Same. Everything is repeated over and over.
0: With a grunt of effort, Jenny pulled the bat back, swung again, harder this time. God. Uh, so, as you can, this is the best bit. You're dead, Jenny shrieked. Dead, dead, dead. <laughs> oh, and then is next he, time, is he you're that? dead. Is he dead? You're dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. The stuffing fell out from an open tear in his chest, scattering over the grass. Again, again,
1: again. <laughs> Robert, come on. Did you have a word count, Bobbits? <laughs> <laughs> it is hard I've done NaNoWriMo sometimes you just need to fill the word count I remember when I did NaNoWriMo I gave my character a double-barreled name just to have extra words is that what's happening here? sorry,
0: this one as well another hard swing sent him spinning sent the back back crashing into his back another hard blow to his shoulder another blow to the back of his skull and then another one? and then, and then another, another one, one. <laughs> He's back, no, said Jenny and then another one <laughs> Well, a spoiler alert, he's not back. As you can see, from despite all of his <laughs> <laughs> entreaties to the opposite, he ain't he's back. He's not back. He's not back. Um, if you have to say it,
1: it's not true.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a dummy. <laughs> so uh, Jenny is with Dr. Morton. Uh, which is a different doctor than she'll be with later on for reasons I can't ascertain. Because um, I think Robert forgot the name that he gave to the doctor and <laughs> yeah, nobody edited maybe. this. <laughs> is it Han? Is it Morton? Mm, is just it... Put, put anything, no one will notice. Silver blonde? Anyway, so she's pummeling a dummy uh, and she's been, this is Jenny, Jenny Jeffers, she's been in hospital for a year because mental. That's mm. about the level of understanding of mental health conditions we're gonna get in this book. But so, then, when she gets out, it's because... not mental. Just not mental anymore! That's that's how we're doing this. Mental, not mental. <laughs> They're the two states in Robotstein's Stein's world. Um, oh god, that even wasn't even chapter one, that was the prologue. <sighs> Why is there a need to do a prologue when it could just be the beginning of the book?
1: Feeling pages, feeling pages.
0: <laughs> so here's... um, she beats up a dummy. <laughs> and... <laughs> mm, cool. <laughs> How do you feel, Jenny? Much better. I do feel much better, Jenny told herself. The anger, the fear, the incredible fear. It's all gone. I'm almost ready to leave this hospital and go home, she realised. And I'm never going to be afraid again. Never.
1: Never. Is that it? Never afraid. I won't be afraid. I will not be afraid. Never, never. Never again will I be afraid. More words, That please. fear,
0: to me, shall never <laughs> occur. Um, I don't think that's how mental health conditions go. No. They don't put you in hospital because you were very scared. She's just really scared. And that one, she's hot. <laughs> she's too hot. This one's very Duffy scared. Duffy was in
1: hospital because she was too hot. She's in hospital because she's too scared.
0: Uh, but now she's fine again. Um, yeah. And she's coming out. So, a uh, little aside, because I once wrote a story based on this. Um, what's happening on here? this book? No. <laughs> very much so. No. Uh, the method is called abreaction. And it's a psychoanalytical term for rel- reliving an experience to purge it of its emotional um, excesses, type of catharsis. Something. Sometimes it is a method of becoming conscious of repressed traumatic events. This is something that was taken up by Dianetics, aka Scientology. Really? Do you think Robot Stein is a Scientologist? I'm gonna let that sit. Not because my mind saying, is blown. Just. Asking. I mean, do we
1: have any further evidence apart from that? Maybe we can begin to build a case. We've already built our case for him as a white supremacist.
0: Um, he's hugely famous and rich beyond his talents. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> he doesn't look as old as he is. Mm. Not that I think they can stop the aging process. I'm just thinking about Dick oh. Cruz. <laughs> wait, wait, sorry, I've confused it with cryogenesis. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I thought that was that was a really weird thing to be put in in one of these books. Does
1: it work to relive a traumatic experience to lessen it?
0: Um, I think there's varying schools of thought Mm. on the matter. Okay. Um, I don't know if (laughs) telling a teenager to be physically aggressive is that much Mm. of a positive thing anyway. Anyway... Rosie's unimpressed right Rosie go on go on do you want to relive your traumatic experiences oh don't
1: oh she She might have had some oh yeah because Rosie's a rescue dog she was found at the side of the road so she might have had a horrible
0: time actually I meant that she's going to put us through the traumatic experience of listening to her farts again oh god
1: she does the worst fart (laughs) maybe her and David should hang out and just fart in a room together god
0: Sometimes I get out of bed and then go back into the bedroom and it just smells of fart like he's just waited till I left and then thought it dissipated into the Or maybe when you window. lifted the
1: duvet it released oh, it. Oh
0: god yeah. And he goes, no I haven't. And it's like, well are you, either that or you're decaying. Or oh, so. the
1: ghost farted.
0: Back on poo. You're <laughs> You've gone necrotic, haven't you? <laughs> anyway, Jenny will never be afraid again. Ever. And she's going home to... uh, Scarlett O'Hara. I'll never be afraid again. I've not seen that movie.
1: Oh. Well, there's a very famous line where she says, I'll never go hungry again.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, So she's going home to a mum who we like, don't we? We like Mrs. Jenny. Um, But guess what? She's moved and she's got a new job as a legal secretary. So they won't have to rely on babysitting money anymore. And... That's good, because don't babysit again, Jenny. Don't be... I mean, it would be ludicrous (laughs) at this point. If Jenny turned around and took another... Wouldn't it be beyond credulity? Since she's just spent a year in yeah. a hospital. With babysitting-related Because she's illness. profoundly
1: traumatized. <laughs> yeah. mm, just the person you weren't looking after your small children.
0: At this point, it would be self-harm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: At this point, it would be literal madness. And do yet, we'll, we'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. Um, Mrs. Jenny's got a boyfriend, oh my god, he's a very good looking blonde man called Winston.
1: Of course he's blonde. Fine. And weirdly he's not set up as a suspect, which they usually are, usually any guy in the book is set up as potential suspect. I mean
0: he's barely set up, he gets like a mention. Why why is he even there? I don't know, maybe we're supposed to be, I mean I am happy for Mrs. Jenny. Um, And anyway, they've moved but they've not moved away so jenny still has her friends claire and rick um, from book two remember them mm-hmm. um but they're now a couple uh hate when that happens yeah hate when friends get together <laughs> not what i did um but yeah he groups around all the time Ugh.
1: i hate a joker but
0: again he hasn't even been bothered enough to sort of set him up as a like threat yeah like he's just he's just phoned it in and then kind of tacked a weird thing at the end. He still takes time
1: to set Jenny's boyfriend, Cal, up as a threat, even though the things that happened couldn't be done by him. No. But he just wants to remind us that Jenny is in a profoundly unhealthy relationship.
0: Oh my god, yeah, I'm gonna get to we'll that. We'll get to that. I'm gonna get to that. Can I just describe you... Pardon me. Um, describe me? <laughs> I'm gonna describe you. Uh-oh. Kirsty pushed back his thick black hair with one hand. <laughs> he never brushed his hair, just shoved it back. He was a big teddy bear, kind of good looking, Jenny thought, with, a, with that broad forehead and those dark, playful eyes.
1: That couldn't be less me. You know you who it is? Who it's is it? Meatloaf.
0: Oh my God. Isn't it? He was a big yeah. teddy bear.
1: He does have playful eyes. He
0: never brushes his hair. He just shoves it back. That's actual Meatloaf. We've come round circle. Oh round God. circle? E- That's not a As opposed to a triangular circle. <laughs> We've come tar- triangular again. Um, and we're back at actual meatloaf, but that's Rick, but he's dating Claire, and that nothing will come of that. They'll just remain together. Cool. Yeah, they're, they're just filling pages, as is much of the book. Filling pages, filling pages. <laughs> I like that that tune's catching on. <laughs> um, also, yeah, Cal is back, and they haven't seen or kissed each other for a year. Mm-hmm. Why not? Well, why didn't he visit? Why didn't he visit? You can kiss. Yeah. In a hospital. I mean, I don't think I ever have, now I think about it, but... I'm sure you've had could, the means too. She's not
1: in prison.
0: Well, well. Maybe she's been in prison. Maybe. Um but yeah, I find that a bit weird. And also, how old are they again? Like 17. It would you still be together with someone if you'd not seen them for a year? No. 17. Come on. No, of course you
1: would. Come wouldn't. on. So, Or you'd just... have gone out with other people in the meantime?
0: So, Cal's cheated on her, that's what we've yeah. Yes.
1: Can I also mention when she meets up with uh What's her pals called again? Claire and Rick. Claire and Rick. And <laughs> there's a there's this quote. Um, Jenny, they're eating pizza. They go out for pizza, and we've got this. Jenny twirled the fork between her fingers. Is Jenny eating pizza with a fork, <laughs> like a fucking serial killer? Well, I have done that. No. Yeah. No, that's not acceptable.
0: Sometimes it's re it's not pickle able If it's like a really
1: floppy pizza. Like a really thin base, mm. and then sometimes if you pick it up it, like you have to just eat like the little tip, or fold it back, or fold it back. Yeah, but no, you can't eat pizza with a knife and fork.
0: No, I have several times.
1: You're a serial killer.
0: What if you're in an actual restaurant? What do you
1: mean? Do you eat a burger with a knife and fork? A vegan burger.
0: I have. What is wrong with you? I've got a really tiny mouth. Don't forget.
1: Yeah. Well, it's harder to eat it with a knife and fork because if you pick up burger up with your hands, you can squash it.
0: But I can't get my mouth over the, ah, ah, like it's mm. the, as a fellow small mouther, <laughs> I would think you would well, that's understand. That's why I only get a
1: single burger. I don't understand, you know you get like the burgers that are stacks and stacks, I don't know how the fuck anybody eats them. No. You can only, I can only manage like one Can you vacuum burger.
0: seal this uh, <laughs> massive burger so I can get it in my fucking you mouth, thank it you. down,
1: please. No, you can't eat a piece with a knife. Well, I'm going to. If I go out for pizza with you and you eat it with a fork, I'm leaving.
0: If I ever really want to annoy you, I'm going to do my nails at a restaurant while eating a pizza with a knife and fork and whistling. Oh, my God. (laughs) I will literally
1: not be friends with you. (laughs) (laughs) It's unacceptable. And then I'm going to go poo for ages in your bathroom. (laughs) I'm used to it. It's fine.
0: (laughs) Anyway... (laughs) Um, so Cal is back and they're properly almost fucking, aren't they? Yeah. Like, get a room. They're humping at the door. Maybe that's why they couldn't see each other for a year, because he was like, I will have sex with you in the hospital. I can't restrain myself. (laughs) Did you see on Twitter, there's this, I
1: don't know what his name is, some like American, they're always white American guys, aren't they? And uh, he was saying, well, you know, I, I just can't believe that the left is so angry that I've said I won't be alone with
0: a woman. And you're like, what the fuck is wrong yeah. with you? She's like, well, I just choose to honour my wife. And you're what? like, but that's what like that? Mike Pence, isn't it? Like, they won't go out for even a business lunch. That is ludicrous. Because you have to fuck a woman, Kirsty, if you're near one. Can that's I just the say, thing.
1: we're both bisexual women. We can control ourselves yeah. in a room together. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's possible to do.
0: I mean, I also know some men. I mean, right? <laughs> and and then I haven't and fucked stuff. them yeah. and I
1: don't want to fuck them and I don't even think about fucking them. Yeah. Amazingly.
0: Right? You can get queers in a room together as well. Many. And uh, not quite an, an a analogy lot. does not occur <laughs> <laughs> I mean sometimes. But <laughs> Under certain circumstances. Yeah, yeah fine. But usually prearranged. <laughs> or you just go with the flow yeah. or whatever. But yeah, I find that insane. It's because they can't think of women as anything but is sexual objects. That's
1: gross, isn't it? It's
0: so weird. I'm just honouring my wife by being completely frigid and. I weird. just
1: imagine that, like, when he looks at literally any woman, he just imagines, like, a blow up sex doll. That's what he sees.
0: I imagine him getting, like, a sort of comedy erection where it goes, like, <laughs> like someone inflating <laughs> a wacky, waving, inflatable, arm flailing tube man.
1: Like, his whole life is the film American <laughs> Pie. <I could> <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's a woman! So what if he goes to the doctor and the doctor's a woman? Does he say, I need so- I need a- an adult in the room with me?
0: <laughs> Can my wife come in for this regular right? exam? What well,
1: happens perfect. then? What if he goes to get his eyes tested and the optician's a woman? What does he do?
0: What if he meets his own mother? <laughs> <laughs> Why? Is- I can't He must have been alone
1: with his mother at some point.
0: Yeah. <laughs> And at what age does this occur? Like, I don't know. Can he be around, like, female children up until the point where they turn 16 and then it flips the switch on him and he just can't be around them anymore? We're trying to apply logic Who to a knows? completely illogical situation here, I'm afraid. Yeah. Um, We're trying to say, hmm,
1: when one is a bizarre sex pest,
0: how does that work? Yeah. We're
1: never going to really get it.
0: No, and I think I'm closer to being one than you are, and I don't get it either, <laughs> so... <laughs>
1: Do you think you can work out people's sex pest percentage? God, I don't want that to happen to me. Anyway. I have never felt sexually menaced by you oh, in thanks, any mate. way.
0: That's the nicest thing you've ever said. Yeah, thanks. That's not good, is it? I think you told me once I wasn't really annoying. I was also
1: really annoying. It's because you seem to be obsessed with being annoying. I think everyone finds you annoying, and I don't think they do. No,
0: oh, thanks. I think that's because you like me, though. <laughs> Maybe it's because I grew up with a big brother constantly telling me that I was irritating. And I was. Okay. But vocal fry there.
1: Everyone's annoying to their siblings.
0: Speaking of illogical content. I love your segues. Thanks, mate. Um, So, yeah. Jenny hears howling in the night. And she thinks she sees a blonde boy in the yard. And yes, I'm going to sum up everything in one sentence. Because there is nothing in this that... It warrants more than a sentence of explanation, and
1: also because Robot Stein needlessly sp- spreads, stretches everything out by repeating literal words. Yeah, sentence to sentence. Yeah,
0: there were howling, howling noises, howling in the dark. Noises oh, outside. Stop howling it. noises. Ah, uh, god. So, here is how we get into the fucking babysitting. <laughs> they not have... fucking baby thing. No. Ugh. No. Um, they have a new neighbour, of course, Mrs. Warsaw, why would you just, okay, fine, <laughs> um, who has kids, Sean and Meredith, actually quite nice names, yeah, Sean's but like, is that, Gaelic, S-E-A-N, yeah, yeah, I think so, I don't know, actually, like, like Sean Bean, mm-hmm, Seen Bean, Seen Bean, um, so Sean and Meredith are quite nice, Sean is like eight or nine, and Meredith is, what is it, five? Um, But because this is Robotstein, of course, of course, we're going to fat shame a tiny little girl. Meredith squeezed a yellow tennis ball between her chubby hands. She was five or six, plump, with a round face like her mother's. She had, sorry, round face like her mother's. She had curly light brown hair tied back in a loose ponytail and tiny dark eyes close together with a pudgy stub of a nose. She's not very pretty, Jenny thought. well, that's all that matters, isn't it? sorry. Meredith had a red scratch across one chubby knee. Beads of fat sweat. Okay, it doesn't say fat. Uh, Glistened above her upper lip. Why? And you want a little
1: chubby kid. You don't
0: want a little scrawny child. When I was four or five, I was that. that That's a healthy
1: kid, a little chubby one.
0: Right, that's exactly what you want them to look like. And then... It's worrying
1: if kids are too thin. It means they're not well.
0: Yeah, and they're growing. They need... I just can't... Like, why would you fat shame a five-year-old girl? Guess why? what? Sean doesn't get any of that. We, no. don't underst- we don't get any description of what Sean, his weight is no. at all. No, because it's only relevant
1: like. how much girls weigh.
0: It is amazing when you think of this shit starts so early. Five! I know that's like she's just started school anyway
1: that's absolute bullshit um there's a lot of really unhealthy stuff here like i know we're gonna get on to cal later i've got a quote maybe it's the same one that you've got but the her relationship with cal is terrible yeah so like she's clearly so traumatized Mm -hmm. um but also speaking of mrs warsaw this is when she's just met this is i'm gonna read you everything that mrs warsaw says okay can you do me a favor i have to run to the store. Could you come over here and watch them for a few minutes? Meaning the kids. I'll be back in five minutes, 10 or 15 at the most. I'm really sorry to trouble you. There's no one else I can ask. I can't really afford a full-time babysitter. You understand, I'm usually home during the day, so it's no problem, but today. What's missing from all of that dialogue?
0: Please? Please! (laughs) She doesn't even say please! Or anything about how she is.
1: No! She's just like, do me me a favour, watch the kids. You, you literally met her two seconds ago. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. She doesn't even say please. Rude. That is so rude.
0: Rude. You're that so rude. <laughs> rude.
1: <laughs> I can't believe how rude that is. Yeah. If
0: but someone she does said it. that to
1: me, I would be like, well, you can say please.
0: I know it's going to break our attitude here, but I actually think that's quite a good way to get her back into the babysitting for a neighbour to just be like, can you just come over here for five minutes while I just run to the store? You know what I mean? It's the most rash, it's the most realistic way of getting her back into this completely Mm -hmm. ridiculous situation. Um, So I don't think it's actually that bad. So she goes over and babysits for 10 minutes. Um, So there's Sean and then there's Meredith. Oh, but then there's Sean's identical twin, Seth.
1: Out of nowhere. You wouldn't
0: use that, would you? Sean and Seth. There's too many (laughs) frontal, what are they called?
1: Yep, yeah, that's the term. A term. Too
0: many. There's too many tong bits there. Sean, <laughs> Sean, and they're Seth. hard to say. Sean, Sean and Seth. And Seth. Um, so the kids say they don't like the house because it's haunted, and Sean and Meredith fight all the time. But Seth says that they are just like that. I will say I didn't actually see the twist coming because I was reading it so quickly that I was really.
1: Wasn't really t- <laughs> it was so. Right from the very first moment when Seth only runs out of the house when Mrs what her name what her name is, Mrs. Rude to Pants goes in the car. I was like, he's a ghost. Oh
0: sorry. well, okay, spoilers. Okay, he's sorry, a ghost. yeah. Uh, but she Or maybe he's
1: a tiny intruder. <laughs> But either way, she doesn't know he's
0: there. He's a sprite of mm-hmm. some kind. Um, so anyway, that goes well. They like her, even though they fight all the time. Fine, 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 fine. Uh, but when she leaves, she sees a girl in an attic window. Is she crazy? This is the question she asks herself. Um, and, and she does I... ask
1: herself out loud. Yeah. Because robots <laughs> Stein I doesn't understand internal monologue. Or mental health. Um... Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's <laughs> a, bit. a bit. I've got a quote from this. There we go. The room felt hot. Jenny turned to the window and saw that it was shut. I need some fresh air, she murmured out loud. Robot, it's a book. <laughs> you can have internal monologue. Characters don't need to say things out loud.
0: We're already in her head. We're already in her head. We don't need to say her thoughts out loud. Mm-mm. It's fine, though. <laughs> um, so I, unbelievably... There's something in this book I quite liked. Um, what? She is back with her psychiatrist and she asks her about the babysitting. And she's like, oh God, how did that go? And she a says... A female psychiatrist, that guy on
1: Twitter would not handle that. All
0: right. right. What do I do? I'm a wreck. How does Jenny contain her <laughs> vagina? Oh <God. laughs> so... Doctor, I noticed that it was a woman as well. I was like, oh, look at you, woke. <laughs> woke, Stein. <laughs> That's
1: as woke as we're going to get in this book of a woman fucking in a job. shaming a child.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, you felt comfortable, the doctor asked. Um, so what scared you this week? Excuse me? The question caught Jenny by surprise. What scared you, Jenny? There must have been something. And she almost tells her about the cold presence, the fingers on the back of the neck, the girl in the attic. But she doesn't. And she doesn't because she wants the doctor to think she's okay mm. and i actually thought that was the only bit of realism in this book especially when people have been recovering from mental health issues um or on un- unhealth ill health mental ill health mm. is that how you'd say that um they often don't want to go back even to a therapist or a psychologist or admit that things are happening that mean they're not Hundred percent fine mm. because they don't want to be thought of as like still ill. Um, often, not all the time, but I thought that was like, ah, oh, look at that, you've done an accidental good thing. You've done a nod to realism there, you robot. Really want that <laughs> to be good. Look, I'm not. I saying didn't even notice that. Bit. Okay. Well, I thought it was fine. It was good. Yeah. Okay. What was not good is that she's got sheer white curtains, and I've just written not in Scotland, ten. Like, no. What the fuck. What I've got g- white curtains. I've got quite heavy
1: curtains, and I'm still waking up at four every morning when the sun comes up. Yeah,
0: we've got like mustard yellow, quite heavy, long curtains, but you can still see fucking straight through when yeah. the sun comes up at, yeah, ridiculous AM.
1: No, good. And also, if you've been stalked and someone's tried to murder you, I feel like you wouldn't have see-through curtains. What
0: you need, Hen, is some haunted shows. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll see I can hook you up. Come on, Hen.
0: you need to move into a tower. <laughs>
1: And have her touch it. Do you know there's another book in that series that we can do next season? (gasps) What's it called? The... Return of the Return of the Vampire. (laughs) The Vampire Returns Again. It's called The
0: Vampire's Promise. Ooh, By CBC. mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Just turning to look at the shelf there. Yep. By CBC. Oh, yes. Next season. Mm -hmm. Um, anyway. So, Mrs. Warsaw asks her to babysit again and she says yes. She literally has this thought. It's just a babysitting job. What could happen? Are you serious, girl? We know what can happen. What could unfortunately, happen? unfortunately we've read all the other books. We've had three fucking books of how it could happen. <laughs> oh my god. Um and I love this bit. The twins had hooked the Super Nintendo to the TV in the living room and were intensely involved in a video hockey game. How do you do, fellow kids? <laughs>
1: And then they listen to some urban rap music.
0: <laughs> well, they listen to some synthetic game music. Actually. Wow,
1: synthetic! <laughs> Synthet-
0: what's what's a video hockey game? Like they're playing with a video cassette.
1: Or it's, I wouldn't. We've already established it's on the snares. Just say no, it's no, no. A it's not on the game. SNES,
0: It's on the Super Nintendo. Oh, sorry, it's
1: on the Super Nintendo. <gasps> the
0: on The Super, Super Nintendo, Nintendo game console. <laughs> Just say it's
1: a hockey game. <laughs> They're not going to be like, but why are they playing the Super Nintendo and also watching hockey? Wait,
0: is it an audio hockey game or is <laughs> it a video hockey game? Or is it a metaphysical hockey game? <laughs> Come oh, on. Robot. I really think he's creating a, a program. <laughs> a robot. Yes. Wherein he can just put, sla- like, it'll search Amazon and he'll be like, oh, what do people, hmm, Super Nintendo. But There's that definitely thing. not a shortened version of that that people use all the time. Anyway, amazing. He also uses a lot more
1: brand names than the other Point Horrors. Do you think they're sponsored? (gasps) Sponsored placement. Because he uses brand names of Coke, I've noticed. Oh,
0: Mm -hmm. not Roller Cola. Not Asda's Asda's own. (laughs) He's not sponsored my Asda. (laughs) God, my, my, my parents didn't start buying real Coke until I'd gone to uni and I was fucking pissed off when they wow. came home and they had real coke in the house I was like seriously we had to squash does it taste different coke. I mean it used to when they made it with real sugar it tasted better I couldn't fathom drinking a coke now I
1: don't like fizzy drinks so I haven't had it a- the Anyway, the smell of coke I hate it. it makes me feel sick oh when mm. you
0: fainted though no or insane. if you're in a tropical country and it's very cold and you get a small bowl of it and it's out of glass it's very specific. That's very specific. Okay. Um, so let's talk about consent. Because she is about someone... to sexually menace me. <laughs> <laughs> is this is my moment, finally. I'm not okay. interested in it. Yeah. <laughs> Rosie just looked at us and she'd be like, don't you fucking dare. <laughs> uh, so she is babysitting and Cal gives her a ring. Stop giving like, like a call. people's fucking. Phone number's out, Mrs. Jenny. Stop it. Mrs. Jenny, did you not learn? They've learned nothing from the previous three books. Um, so, yeah, she hears someone in the attic and Seth says that no one is allowed in the attic, so she's a bit afraid. Cal rings. Why can't I come over there? She giggled, because you're bad. <laughs>
1: Excuse me. Uh, just, Ralph sorry. got a bit of a boke there.
0: <laughs> Who, me? You're bad, she repeated, teasing him.
1: You're bad.
0: No, don't get do my good Oh, yeah, no, we can't. Him. Uh, you won't leave after half an hour Mrs. Warsaw will come back home and find you here no way he protested give me a break Cal this is my first night babysitting here you know I can really use the money I don't want to blow this job yes reasonable but Jen he started Cal no, no does that mean yes no no it doesn't
1: no it does not mean yes it
0: means no it means no all his fucking characters ignore the word no and I'm not saying He's a sexual menace. Whoa
1: we're saying so many things about Roman. I'm merely Stein. asking.
0: <laughs> merely Someone asking. said to me you should get him on the podcast and I was like, Are you kidding? We could <laughs> say to him, hate us. Hobbit.
1: <laughs> just wondering, just putting this out there, why do all your male characters not understand consent? why are why, they... why did you think that it was okay to write a book aimed at teenage girls? Not just one book. Many books aimed at teenage girls in which the apparently sexy male love interest character thinks it's cool to say, when you say no, do you mean yes?
0: After you've negged a toddler. <laughs> why? Why have you done these things? Does that mean yes? She I'm started gonna, to
1: laugh. We should make him a badge that says, I neg toddlers and send him it. <laughs> <laughs> I neg toddlers. He won't know what it means.
0: I don't understand consent. Um, so guess what? Cal comes over, even despite her saying no. Um, uh, and it's fine though, because she's a bit scared. Um, and then she says this. Uh, so he breaks in. He, she says, Pa-pa-pa-pa-pa. Pa-pa-pa-pa-pa. <laughs> uh, he breaks in and he breaks a vase. Um, and then she thinks he's a really great guy. So he ignored you saying no. He's come over. He's sexually aggressive towards you. And then he's broken a thing in the house that you're going to be... She's going to have to pay for that now. Yeah. And he's a really great guy. See, I would say, if it was by a different
1: writer, I would say that this was on purpose. Because earlier on when we met Cal, we had the following. We're talking about his temper. He's got a real temper. Quote, it frightened Jenny. It frightened her a lot. But then we also, in the same set, in the same scene we find out that he's the only place that she feels safe. So then I'm like, she is fucking traumatised. Yep. So the only place she feels safe is with a man who she's afraid of. So I was like, any other writer, I would say, they're doing this on purpose. If it was like Sinclair Smith or CBC, I would be like, she's doing this on purpose. She's trying to make the point that Jenny's been through these terrible experiences. Now she doesn't know what a healthy relationship is, but it's Robotstein. Yep. So he's not doing it on purpose. Yep. Uh, yeah, sorry, Bob. We don't think very highly of you.
0: And we've been given reason to not think highly of you.
1: Um, I think, to be fair, he writes a book at least a book a month, so he probably doesn't even <laughs> yeah. read them back over.
0: This is why you need editors. Probably just literally bashes his
1: hands on the keyboard and then goes,
0: done. <laughs> uh, book done. He's like that gif of a cat. Yeah. If anyone out there is saying not as cool it's as a pronounced
1: Jif, like... stop listening immediately because yeah. I don't need you in my life. Yeah. GIF. It's not pronounced Jif. Fuck off. <laughs>
0: That's how I feel about that. <laughs> um... Anyway, so here's what's going on. She's babysitting. She hears a voice that if she doesn't go away, she'll die soon too. Um, so yeah, sings in the attic, cold hand around her neck, blah, 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 blah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know where it's we're going on with shit, this, come on. Um It's convinced that she is, quote, nuts again. Um, <sighs> and then we get this thing. Oh, I'm excited. <sighs> so this is the story about becca who she knows in the hospital Hmm. oh god uh she's a pretty cheerful girl with sleek straight black hair down to her shoulders and cold green eyes of course green equals bad um so becky had been ready to go pretty to be fair she yeah she sounds gorgeous like christina ricci um i feel like you talk about her most days i literally haven't mentioned her for six months (laughs) but okay you like her a lot (laughs) Uh, So, Becca is in the hospital and she's ready to go home after a long stay because she's impressed the doctors enough to go home. Um, A few years younger than Jenny and they had sort of hung out in the hospital, become quite good friends, hadn't really talked about their illnesses because they didn't want to, they wanted to leave it behind, they wanted to get to know each other for who they were. I'm like, (laughs) You,
1: You are a sex pest.
0: (laughs) If I was trapped in a hospital for a year with a really fit girl and my boyfriend okay, yeah, wasn't right coming then. in. That's, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> we don't want to talk I'm about sure who that, we are on the outside. I'm sure, we sure we can that be gay are here. boring in there. <laughs> right, come on. Just scissor. Um, so she, Becky's going to get out. And then one Sunday at October day, the doctors decided that Becca was normal and healthy again. Because <laughs> that's how it works. What a happy day that had been. A few days later, Jenny crossed the hall into Becca's room to say goodbye. Becca's little sister had sent Becca a soft brown teddy bear. On her bad days, Becca had clung to the bear, holding it tightly against her chest, refusing to let it go. Now Jenny found Becca sitting on top of the bed covers in jeans and a bright pink pullover. I like that we find out what she's wearing. Yeah. We needed to know that. (laughs) The teddy bear rested in her lap. Becca had ripped the head off the bear. As Jenny stared in horror, Becca kept dipping her hand inside the bear's body, pulling out white chunks of cotton stuffing, and eating them. What? What's? Just what? What's gone on there? So, what
1: <laughs> you wanted her to be doing something that was disturbing, but you didn't want her to be doing anything that, like, maybe a teenage girl in a hospital would actually do, like harming herself or anything like that. So well, you want her to be eating a bear.
0: I feel like, one, monstrous portrayal of mental health, mm-hmm. of course, as we're used to. But two, that could be like a really horrible eating disorder. Mm-hmm. There are eating disorders where like, or types of like eating disorders where people will eat things that shouldn't be eaten.
1: Yeah, I've heard cotton wool um,
0: is like a thing that mm. people... Because well, it makes you people, feel full as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, So, either you're doing that, and that's shit, or you're just trying to say that people who've had mental health conditions are kind of monstrous? I think he's saying both things. Uh, Becca still wasn't normal. Oh, for fuck's sake. Normal. Okay. I'm just like Becca. I'm still messed up. Yes, because people who have mental health conditions, messed up. Everyone else, fine. Normal. You better go home. Robot, why are you doing this? Why you gotta be this way? Who hurt you, Robot? <laughs> A woman, <What>? clearly. <laughs> so,
1: Jenny... A woman with dark hair. <laughs> and green because everyone eyes. with dark hair is evil and the white blonde people are the best.
0: <sighs> Not saying. <laughs> I am saying at this point. Yeah. So... Becca sees not Becca. Jenny <laughs> Becca has got her own shit. Uh Jenny sees the girl in the attic mouthing help me at the window. Fine. Um Mum tells her there's a prowler in How the neighborhood. Help me. It could be a lot of things. Okay, so you, you I mouthed just...
1: that. You could be saying so much, you could be saying anal. You could be <laughs> what? saying bamboo. You could be saying so many
0: things. It would be better to write it down on a bit of paper and hold it up, <laughs> wouldn't it? It would. Jesus. Um, so yeah, her mum tells her there's been a prowler in the neighbourhood uh, just doing pranks and petty crime.
1: Cool. Goes nowhere. Well, can I mention that? Because this is what the mum says, quote, he, ju- he just does mischief, you know, vandalism. He tips over garbage cans, breaks windows, cuts up lawn furniture.
0: That's a raccoon. But I was like, cuts up lawn furniture? What's the furniture made of? Oh, they mean like a, like a sun lounger. He cuts like a... it up with what? Scissors? A fucking... Scissors? No, they mean that really thin material that's like bound between the frame of the thing. So they don't mean the actual furniture? No, they, they mean, mean the, the... fabric. Because yeah. when
1: I hear lawn furniture, I think of like a wooden picnic bench. <laughs> and I was like, has he got a fucking chainsaw? Yeah, it's really... Or th- an axe? You would think someone would hear. Just mischief with the axe. <laughs> A man with a chainsaw. Leatherface was just doing chopping, mischief, chopping people's wooden benches in half. <laughs> I was just couldn't understand this, or then I was like, or I'm thinking, you know, like The kind of white plastic <laughs> yeah. chairs that people have on their lawns. And then I was like, is he? What's he got? An enormous pair of scissors? Like how the fuck? <laughs> just mischief. Do you cut that up? <laughs> I guess because we live in a wet country, I don't think of lawn furniture as being fabric-based. Yeah, that's true. I see.
0: And also, that's just a raccoon. Maybe knocking over some bin. has been a prowler. A small, hairy prowler. It's weird that you wouldn't, if your
1: bin was tipped over, you would think it was an animal, wouldn't you? <laughs> you wouldn't think it was mischief. Um, also, I think breaking a window is more than mischief.
0: Yeah, it's being a shit.
1: Uh, Asbo level.
0: <laughs> so, incredulously, Jenny ends up babysitting again due to Mrs. Warsaw having a medical emergency in the family. And here's what happens. She tries to cut... A, a cake with a enormous knife I for some reason. Hate this bit. And then she feels yeah. someone else's hand on her and then it turns her hand in and tries to stab her. And she gets away from that by dropping to the floor. Your hand goes with you. Oh no. In fact, you drop onto the fucking knife. I, I also know.
1: hate how he does the we actually haven't had so many in this book of like the Robot Stein cliffhanger chapter endings, but there's a truly shit one in that where it's like The knife plunged into her chest. Oh, yeah. And then the next chapter starts and it's like, the knife was close to her chest. And you're like, you just said it plunged into her chest. Yeah. And now you're saying it slightly cut the front of her t-shirt.
0: Let me read this to you. The knife turned in her hand. No, she cried, trying to push the knife away. The blade edged closer. No, she wasn't strong enough. Wasn't as strong as the invisible force. She uttered a desperate cry and the blade plunged into her chest. No, Jenny stumbled back as a knife shot forward. As the so blade point started to pierce the front of her T-shirt, she dropped to the floor. It's not like it's fucking Looney Tunes. The, your hand with the knife wouldn't stay in the air, and you're just... <sighs> so there's a lot of this stupid shit. Like, uh, she almost puts her hand in the garbage disposal for similar reasons, and then she finds the boys watching porn.
1: Which, can I mention this? So it says that they're watching a very adult movie, which mm. is... Porn, porn, right? Or like a, an extreme horror film. And she it then says that she has a 10 minute argument with them about why they can't watch it. Can turn I turn it say, off? She's a terrible babysitter. Yeah, and they're a not in bed by a 10 minute all, argument. Like, if a kid is watching porn, you immediately switch it off and say, you cannot watch that. Yeah, ten minutes, what they're What the finished, fuck is wrong with you? They're
0: finishing masturbating. Uh, just move a little bit. No, move. continue like, telling me why I'm not You lying. don't
1: argue with a child for ten minutes. No. You just switch it off. Yeah. She's an awful babysitter. Yes. She's terrible.
0: She gives them ice cream at like oh. half eleven. Um, so she also tries to get into the attic and can't get in. And Seth tells her that no one's allowed in the attic. Um, and then Sean says that he has something very scary to tell her, but is interrupted by Seth. Um, Claire, at this point, is actually very concerned about Jenny in a good and nice way and tells her mum, because Claire is a good friend. Um, and then guess what? Jenny is just desperate to convince everyone that she's not crazy, so she's gonna babysit one more time. (sighs) Ah,
1: here's- You don't need to do that, Jenny.
0: There's the voice saying you're gonna die, there's the hand around your neck, there's the Invisible Force trying to do things, and there's some fog inside. There's mm-hmm. fog. Fog. In the house. Fog. I don't know why. don't know. And then she sees She's Seth. She's in a Beyonce video. It's a
1: smoke machine. I actually don't know if Beyonce videos have smoke machines. Maybe I'm thinking of 90s Guns N' Roses.
0: I went to a theatre production the other day and in the last bit of it you went into a different room and it was completely pointless. Um, and there was people dancing in it and like strobe lights and stuff. But they had so much fucking smoke in there that I literally couldn't breathe. <laughs> like, Aww. it was like up above, it was like a foam party, but it was smoke. Like, you, you couldn't get, well, we had to go out and have some friends. A phone
1: party? I've never been, but it sounds horrible yeah, to I've me. Yeah, I've never been, it sounds Wouldn't awful. Wouldn't you just ruin your clothes and it would, like, be really messy sticky. and dirty and sticky? Oh, yeah, and... I
0: don't know why. Yeah. Very 90s. But, anyway, she sees Seth in the mirror, which is scary for some reason. And then he tells her that she's going to die. And then she breaks the mirror, cuts her hand. Mrs. Warsaw comes home and is bandages her up. It's actually quite nice about it. Um, and then Jenny tells her the twins did it. Mm. But guess what? She doesn't have twins. Oh. 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 So basically, here's the situation. There were stories about a boy being murdered by his baby's burbi- babysitter. His babysitter. <laughs> his barbasarter. <laughs> Properly <laughs> back home then, to the home country. Um, being murdered by his babysitter, so they almost didn't buy the house. And guess what? It's Seth. Mm. Um, Jenny sneaks into the house, goes to free the girl. Seth begs her not to, says she will get hurt. The babysitter will come out and hurt him. The babysitter killed him, and now she's trapped in the attic. But Jenny lets her out of the attic anyway, which, you know, questionable. Um, and then Monica, who has glowing red eyes, comes out. Now, have you seen that episode of Red Dwarf where uh he gets that hollow disease? Rimmer gets that like hollow disease and keeps them all that. in quarantine? He has glowing red eyes. Everyone who gets it has these glowing red eyes. But I immediately thought of Mr. Flibble, who's his like little hand puppet that he's like, Mr. Flibble won't let you go. (laughs) I was like, why is she Mr. Flibble? (laughs) Also, can I just say, when
1: this ghost girl appears out of the attic, we still take time to describe what she's wearing, (laughs) which is a long grey sweater over a black skirt. (laughs) Thanks, robot. That was really relevant as well.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and she terrible. didn't have blonde hair. Um, so, <laughs> Mer- Monica has a different story. Monica says that Seth... I, why does he like M and S for names in this? Just fucking do... And Warsaw, that's an upside down M, isn't it?
1: <laughs> you are reeked. <laughs> um, is this going to be part of your Scientology conspiracy? <laughs> that letters S and M are relevant somehow to Scientology? I've not gone
0: that far. Um, so, Mr. Flibble Monica says that Seth actually trapped her in the attic and then she died in the attic and he died falling down the stairs.
1: Which is horrible, how long do you
0: trap her in the attic for? Yeah, right, terrible. And where was anyone? Where's his parents? Why didn't Why she break they the window? Go... What's happening? Well, how yeah, did she die? How would what? that make sense? There anyway, are holes in this story. So Monica says that he threatened Meredith and Sean that if they told, he would kill them. So Seth took Sean's form Because he liked his face. Mm -hmm. And then this happens. He didn't like the other girl's face because she's fat. (laughs) Yeah, true. I won't be you, tiny girl. Um, So we've got Seth here and Monica arguing about who's going to kill who. And then he says, oh my god, she's going to kill you. Monica uh, comes to Jenny. Jenny thrashed her legs, tried to kick free. But Monica gripped her with inhuman strength. It's always inhuman. Oh, internal burp. That's inhuman. She's going to throw me down the stairs, Jenny realised. I warned you, Jenny. I warned you, Seth called. Jenny shut her eyes. Every muscle in her body locked. She couldn't breathe. She couldn't move. She waited helplessly for Monica to heave her down, waited for the thud of impact, waited for the pain to shoot through her body. To her surprise, Monica put her down gently on her feet. Huh. Oh, cool. I wanted you out of the way, she murmured. (laughs) I wanted you to be safe. Thank you, Jenny, she whispered. I'll never forget you. And then Monica flings herself at Seth. And then they have a bit of a fighty, argumenty thing. Um, and then he turns into like this weird golem character. Uh, and then well, they just disappear. Into
1: a portal of some
0: kind. Into, yeah, black, whipping smoke, whistling as it spun. And then it goes away. Cool. Uh, and then Jenny's no, fine. And will be fine
1: forever. And we've got a little quip at the end, actually.
0: Yes. You need to have a quip at the end of a robot's dying. Ugh, where, where is it? Um, I'm very glad. You never have to babysit again, Mrs Jeffers told Jenny. Really, I mean it. No more babysitting. You're two fucking books too late. Three, in fact. <laughs> Jenny smiled. That's okay, Mum. I might want to babysit again someday. It's a lot more exciting than you think. But So mental health is exciting. But
1: also, her mum isn't saying you can't babysit because it's boring. She's
0: saying you can't babysit because you're fucking traumatized Yeah, because a man tried to kill you, you. several times. <laughs> or, well, once, and then some other people. And then ghosts. And also, why are these ghosts so corporeal? Why can they pick her up Yeah, if they're ghosts? He doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> Come on!
1: Speaking of robots time, can I also point out, I know we've talked about this in the previous books with the chartreuse bikini. <laughs> he, he does sexualize the teenage girl characters a lot. Mm. So, for example, like, as we've established, we always have to have what every female character is wearing at all times. We don't find out what Cal is wearing, by the way. Nope. But we know everything that every female character is wearing. And at one point, we have this. Jenny wore a faded pink midriff top and cut-off shorts cut very short. Mm Mm-hmm. And then later, when she's getting ready for bed, she wears a filmy short nightshirt. Why... Why? Why? Why do we have to hear that they're very short and that her nightgown is filmy?
0: Wait, but how sexy is the (laughs) traumatised teenage girl? I I can't engage unless you tell me how sexy she is. How sexy,
1: how small is her clothing?
0: I need to know how pudgy the child is and I need to know how sexy the teenager is. We've
1: de-sexed the toddler because she's fat, but we can still think the teenager is sexy. Because she's thin. Because she's thin and wears tiny clothes.
0: (sighs) Why? Anyway, Paris' favorite line. Okay. Why doesn't he just quit? Yes. Why doesn't he? <laughs> Why doesn't he? <laughs> Why fucking doesn't he? It's
1: like on um, on Blackadder, where they send the telegram and it says, "Please, please, please, please stop."
0: It's <laughs> like a bit in um. Uh, which one is it? Covenant, alien covenant. When they say so much of this like, doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yes, I'm
1: just going to reference um, old British sitcoms <laughs> over and over every episode.
0: Um, also, this is my other second just to favorite confuse
1: line. Confuse our potential American listeners.
0: He wants to send Rick to Shoe College or something. And this made me laugh because I actually know someone who went to Ice Cream University.
1: Really, yeah.
0: Luigi? That sounds about right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Ice cream university. He makes very good ice cream. I mean, I bet. <laughs> uh, we've, had the fa- we've had the gross, pervy fashion. Um, and the fashion of the dead girl who was horribly murdered. Fucking hell. Fuck me. Um, have we got 90s things? Uh, not that I noticed. I mean, the Super Nintendo. Oh, I guess. And the video hockey game.
1: And the porn on
0: telly. And the porn on telly. <laughs> yeah. They must have got Channel 5 before we did. <laughs> um, do we have a too stupid to live heroine? I mean, don't babysit. She's not stupid. She's just so traumatized. Damaged. My God. <laughs> like, take this girl away from any opportunity to make the wrong decision. Yeah. Like, poor Jenny. Do we have a sexy bad boy sociopath? I mean, Cal's meant to be sexy and... He is a sociopath. I would say <laughs> he
1: is meant... To, he's like the typical sexy bad boy sociopath character. That, like, the more... that. Jenny is afraid of him the more she fancies him. It's so upsetting. The
0: sociopath is Robot Stein. Yeah. So, yes, we do have a bad boy sociopath, and we've always had him. And we can never free ourselves from him. (laughs) And it's Stein. Death toll is No matter how badly he treats us, no matter how bad his books
1: get, we keep coming back.
0: I feel good that I've never spent money on any of these for this podcast oh no we have yeah yeah we have you oh well they're mainly just yours feel bad about it although <laughs> I bought them all second hand so he didn't get any money he's not getting anything out of us robot this is why we can't have him on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> um, we can't because he might listen yeah.
1: to literally any episode where just we've, we've talked the about his books <laughs> just don't, don't listen to your ones we have to delete all of them also we would call him <laughs> robot <laughs> And <laughs> he wouldn't
0: understand why. Robot and he's like
1: <laughs> No no, Robert. Your British accent. And then
0: I can ask him if he wants a coffee and he can say no and then I can just pour it all down him and say, Oh sorry, I thought he said yes. That's <laughs> <So, laughs> good, that's good. <laughs> can you wear some denim cutoffs, cut very short.
1: Corks. Very no no. Otherwise you won't be allowed shorter. in the house. <laughs> yes, and over the top a filmy nightshirt.
0: <laughs> oh Thank yeah. You. I've not even mentioned sorry that at the end uh, oh no, different thing. Yeah, <laughs> like, different book different book I've just read Don't never mind about, are you talking about an actual good book that yeah, you read yeah I'm sorry I got confused okay. with a thing that was good um, so Death Toll we like, guess we've got the two and then at the
1: end Thomas Cromwell no wait that's Hilary Mantel right <laughs> <now. laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: sorry and then at the end it's Anne Boleyn. um <laughs> he couldn't fucking hold a candle to Hilary Mantel no of course not Death Toll 2 Ye- Seth and Monica are already dead but yeah yeah fine alright um queer subtext scissoring in the hospital you made that i've made that happen yeah so no um is it good no (laughs) 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 of course it is throw it it on the floor
1: sorry rosie you know it's gonna be bottom of the fucking pile
0: i mean i it wasn't kind of i feel like it's probably better than three what like what was in three
1: Oh, I thought you meant better than three out of five. Oh, no, 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 no. no. Better than book three. uh, No, it was better than... Three was terrible. Two we thought was okay. Right. Two... Babysitter Two, I think, was the best of the series. This one, I'm going to give a two just because I don't want to... Use all our ones
0: up. Don't want to spunk
1: one. Don't want to spunk um, one. I okay. at least the ending was a surprise, but not really in a good way.
0: Um, I'll give it two. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and a three for good bad because it's not good bad enough. Like no, it just... has
1: some good bad bits.
0: You've just you've just made them dead. Could have been good bad or i a... I'm like, why can they touch him? Sorry, why can they touch her? I don't know. Then that's not ghosts. Why
1: anything, pal? Why, why anything? Why anything? All
0: right, three for good bad, just because. I don't know why. Because I've lost the will to live. Uh, Because
1: I want this to be over.
0: Yeah, because I'm fucking (laughs) done with that. Uh, Next week, wrap up. Oh my god, we're done already. We're done
1: with season four already. Can you fucking believe it?
0: I can't. (laughs) I can't. And the next Robot Stein is going to be our August Patreon episode.
1: Yeah, so we have got... um, a graphic novel in R.L. Stein's Just Beyond series. And did you know this is a um, pre-publication? I did. It's not out until September.
0: I know, so this is technically going to be a review podcast. Oh, no. Uh Uh-oh. It's not going to go well. (laughs) Guess We've already read this one. (laughs) It's shite. (laughs) (laughs) Shite in a whole new way, though. Annoyingly so. Yeah, it just doesn't understand the concept of the graphic novel. Mm. Fine.
1: Anyway... So We'll get into it on our Patreon. And how can people join the Patreon? Well, Let's they do it can, the other way
0: around. They can join the Patreon community by going to patreon.com slash Podcast, And you know the drill. If you want to give us $5 a month, um, that helps us buy new books for the new season. It helps us potentially buy... I swear
1: we will buy Robotstein books only secondhand so he doesn't get any money.
0: Yes. Um... I think you have to buy them all secondhand now, don't you? They're not making them anymore. No, but, I mean, they'll be making these new ones. Oh, yeah, of course, yeah. Oh, no, that was given to us. <laughs> I'm not... Sorry, I'm just so offended by the idea that we have paid How? money How? for you that. By no. the absolute <laughs> babes
1: at Rhett Reed, which is also... If you like this podcast, you'll like that one as well. Oh, yeah,
0: you'll love it. They're <laughs> great. Um, thank you, Anna. Thank you, thank you. Thank I hope you. you've got your badges by now. Um, uh, what was I saying? Yes. So if you give us five dollars a month, it'll help us buy books. It'll help us buy uh, new microphones to replace the ones I've broken. Um, <laughs> and... Yeah, Heather's got a bit of a cobbled together my spine. <laughs> it's, fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's working. Um, and if they just want to
1: follow us, what can they do? They can find us on Twitter at teenage scream underscore and on Instagram at teenage scream
0: pod. So next time, wrap up. Join what will us be the pointiest the wrap up of season four? can't wait to find out i know i actually don't know because i can't remember them and i feel like none of them were that good
1: i think they were all good i think this season we had a consistently higher standard i think because it was chosen by the listeners who have better taste than us yeah true but we'll find out we'll find out dun 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 dun. will robot stein be at the bottom yes definitely probably (laughs) bye